Welcome to the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. I'm your host, Tom Fold. In these episodes, we will meet loving, talented people who, while coping with their own pandemic stress, are offering others understanding, compassion, love, and ways to relax and heal even under the weight of the current conditions. Listen with an open heart to those who in this time of crisis are offering their hearts and talents to all of us. And our guest today is Joanna Sepulanian, and she is an executive coach and an organizational psychologist. Welcome, Joanna. Tom, thank you so much for having me on your, your podcast. It's I'm very pleasure. appreciative of this time. It's a pleasure having you here. But my very first question will be, what is an, uh, an occupational psychologist? It's not a term that I've heard before. Uh, uh, I believe I used the word organizational psychologist. Or, I'm sorry, organizational. That, you're right, organizational psychologist. <laughs> that's okay, because there are also occupational psychologists. Organizational psychologist means that uh, I specialize in issues relating to work. So... Um, workplace issues and and my expertise is sort of in in human behavior what do we do in our daily lives and and i'm mostly interested in people's work so i'm inherently interested in people's work and i tend to ask very much uh questions relating to what people do now how would you ask me a question just interesting of, of my work what would you ask i would ask you what prompted you to share this lovely knowledge in your uh, warm podcast. Okay, so that's, that's you're getting to why, you, why a person is doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Trying to understand what motivates you, um, what, uh, you know, how do you feel like you're giving? What is it giving you? Because it's a two-way street. It's, it's never a one-way street that you're always, you're only giving, you're also getting something out of it. Absolutely. This podcast, people have said to me, this is something nice that you're doing, which I, I hope that is the case. But I keep telling people I'm doing this for myself. Yes. And here we are in the midst of a pandemic. I've got nowhere to go, but I can meet people like you and I can hear stories that are positive as opposed to turning the news on. So it's really helping me and hopefully yes. it's helping others. Exactly. It helps us focus on on things that we can control. There are plenty of things outside of our lives that we cannot control. Like what yeah. happens in the news, for example. It seems like there's everything outside of our lives that we can't control. <laughs> we thought maybe once upon a time we could control some of those things, but we're learning differently. We are learning differently and there might be little more things that we can control than you think originally. Maybe. maybe. How long have you been doing this? So, I've been an organizational psychologist. I, I finished grad school in, in 2004, so it's been a long time. So I do a variety of things. Um, I coach people. Um, and one of my roles is I'm an executive coach, which means that it's someone who, who, um, who kind of, uh, it's a, coaching is a very powerful tool in, in uh leadership development in talent development. It's kind of like this one-on-one -on -one tool. And, and um, executive coaching talks specifically about uh, in the business environment. And there, there might be different things that I do as an executive coach versus a coach. But I do have multiple roles in life, like all of us. 
Yeah. So I'm also, I, I teach in a business school um, and, and uh, I take somewhat of a coaching approach with my students as well. Well, can you give us a little example of how coaching is different from teaching? Ah, so yes, and that's a very good distinction. Thank you. Coaching, um, I take more of a role of an observer and an active listening. And, and while I'm speaking with my client, uh, I'm looking for patterns. I'm looking for kind of the string that is going through what they are telling me. And, and then I can share with them, what do I see? And I can prompt them with questions. When I teach, you know, I'm taking an active role in, in uh, kind of controlling the situation, sharing information. And, and um, that's the interesting thing about uh, me that my natural tendency is the, being an active listener, being an observer. And then I have this role where I'm the one who's kind of the center of attention and, and putting a lot out. And those just take different parts of my personality. Well, it does sound like the difference is listening versus telling. And it's not always about telling, it's about facilitating. It's about, I do a lot of listening there too, because I, I am drawing information from the students because I think uh, we learn by, by uh, uh, applying things. So either yeah. doing or, or, or so, uh, so on. And certainly if I'm teaching, uh, you know, I might have up to 50 uh, students in the classroom. It, coaching is one-on-one. -on -one. Right. Well, one of the wonderful things about what you're saying is that you're listening. And one of the things we all need in this world is to be listened to. And this is so true. You know, if you're a student, I remember being a student and feeling lost in a, like a class, you say 50. I mean, be lost. So if, if somebody, if I raised my hand and someone answered, the teacher answered and was actually listening to me, that would help me a lot that day. It's so true. And, and, and now due to COVID and, and uh, doing everything remotely, I make sure that everyone knows that I'm available uh, at any time. So I'm very responsive to emails and I'll set up time to talk with people because people have, uh, have a need to be heard. Absolutely. And you, you brought up COVID. Obviously, we're talking about the pandemic uh, with yes. everybody. And yes. how, is that, how that has changed your life in terms, first in terms of your business, but also if you want to comment on your personal, that's fine. But we all yeah. have been affected by this. Well, I feel like our lives have, have uh, kind of um, studied in little circles. So our lives are little circles. We tend to do very similar things. We are very homebound. And I, in, uh, something that I have found to be very helpful is to make sure that I get outside time every uh, outside time every day. Uh, is that by uh, walking um, and potentially seeing neighbors and being able to communicate a little bit, or or running or being physically active? So I, I found that it helps me deal with. Uh, the difficulties by being physically active and making sure that I keep my body healthy. That's very important. And having a routine, as I hear, would be, okay, go out every day. 
And how have you found your cl the clients that you've been coaching? How are they doing? What is happening with them? Yes. So when uh, the pandemic started, um, I, um, I offered pro bono coaching to people on uh, Nextdoor, uh, the nice neighborhood uh, uh, website. It's a wonderful it, website, isn't it? It, it is. It's, it offers lots of uh, information. Uh, I learned things about my neighborhood too. And I realized that uh, I'm having a hard time with this. You know, all my work uh, changed to remote. Um, other people must be struggling with it too. So I offered pro bono coaching uh, for people to deal with issues that they were dealing with. So people approach me with issues like time management, nice. uh, uh, how to juggle the different responsibilities we have. You know, suddenly we are very homebound. We have to be cooking multiple meals a day when that didn't happen, et cetera, et cetera. So helping people uh, kind of set up routines that work for them. And in coaching, the goal is to be an active listener and, and kind of asking questions that prompt thinking in, in the client. Well, in the, the people that you have been had at clients for executive work, are they still doing work? Are they, because a lot of companies are working from uh, remotely and that may change how an executive deals with people. Are you working yes. with people on that level too? Uh, uh, I am somewhat, yes. So majority of people are working remotely. A lot of people's lives have changed and they might not be working at the moment too. Uh, I have to say that, uh, that uh, coaching has become more available uh, to people now through Zoom versus when I was traveling uh, to my client's uh, organization. Uh, when you had to kind of factor in the travel time. Now I can just, uh, you know, set up a, a Zoom meeting and, and we can meet in person. I do find it to be really important to uh, meet face-to-face -face because uh, nonverbals are a very strong uh, method or strong way to learn about communication. It's not only the words, so we need to see the faces also. Absolutely, absolutely. And how are your clients faring based, what, what are you, gather from them how this is, not everyone obviously is doing differently, but how are, yeah. overall, how are they faring? So some, some of my clients are saying that they are logging in on average about one and a half hours more work every day. So um, organizations are seeing a, a growth in, in, in productivity, but then, uh, how are they mentally doing? Because they are also dealing with, you know, uh, spouse at home, kids at home, pets at home. Uh, these add extra uh, elements. Absolutely. And I guess one of the things that would be important is how to organize around all of that. Yes. And, and you have a skill in that area that people could <laughs> use. I mean, what do you do with the dog? We have a dog. I have, well, our child has grown up. But when, when, when she was here and she was here, she graduated from college and came home. <laughs> and it was like, uh, what do we do with a, with a 22 year old in, a, in, in this type of world? Well, finally, she moved to be with her friends, which made it easier for her and easier for us. But yes. while she was here, we did have an organizational issue of how we all organize this household. 
Yes, and and that definitely uh, living in very urban area, uh, we tend to live in smaller homes, so it's harder to separate uh, spaces, right? right? So so we might be working from our bedroom, we might be working from the living room, and other people might be walking in, and you know the dog is snoring next to me, and and then just hoping that. It, doesn't disturb the um, Zoom meeting. But also I think it's important to acknowledge that uh, uh, your employer, your coworkers are way more accepting that maybe your child runs behind you. Maybe the dog comes, uh, comes by. Uh, so we are more willing to accept uh, seeing these anomalies. On the, on the other hand, it shows who we are as persons. We are not only that professional in the workplace. We see that, hey, maybe the home isn't as neat as the work, work desk is. We see different aspects and, and that humanizes them as well. Absolutely. You might see that the three-piece suitor is, is a little different at home on a Zoom call. Yes, it's so true. Uh, most people dress, uh, tend to dress a lot more casually. Yes. I also had a, a call with someone who was a, more than one person. There were five or six of us. And one young man um, who had, in the last six months had had a, chi a child who had been born in the family was actually feeding his son during the meeting. But yes. it made him so human. Yes, yes. And this is it. It's like, how do we humanize ourselves? It's not only the big boss that we have. It's like, hey, we can see that the big boss is maybe struggling with the neatness of his workspace uh, or something like that. And, and then it's easier to recognize that maybe they are not that different from me. It may, maybe it's an equal, this is an equalizer. It's certainly, yes. unfortunately, an equal opportunity virus. So. <laughs> so true. But do you see this in any way as improving what you do in the sense of people relaxing a little more and as opposed, as maybe as opposed to you having a Zoom, you have a Zoom as opposed to going into their office, is that in some way more relaxing? I, I believe so. And I think it also helps in building trust. In a coaching relationship, uh, trust is uh, the important quality because how much are we willing to share? How vulnerable are we willing to be in front of someone else? And, and so talking about the messy workspace, that shows vulnerability, right? And uh, so how, how willing are we to do this? Uh, and, uh, and certainly coaching through Zoom uh, makes it possible for me to see more clients because I'm not traveling be uh, between offices and locations. Right, the time is, you've got a better chance with the time. Yeah, I have more control over my time. Over this is time. very true. I, I do you see this as a, as a change? Of, well, even right now, because it does not appear that the pandemic is going away, uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately and, not. And do you see this as an opportunity to, I know we're, you want to do good things and you've done pro bono and you may continue to do pro bono, but do you see this as an opportunity to maybe earn, you have to earn a living too. Yes. To maybe earn a living a little bit beyond what you were doing. By that I'm thinking, what about coaching people during this time about organizing a, during the pandemic, organizing your home, organizing your time? Is that a, 
a possibility as, as a... It certainly is. There are professional organizers. So I, I'm not sure if you're referring to organizers like who organize, help you organize your kitchen or closet or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really thinking about that. I'm thinking about okay, the larger thank you. issue. Thanks for clarifying. Yes. So during the summer, I had a little more flexibility with my time. So I did pro bono work. I, I don't do pro bono work currently, uh, but I certainly uh, am willing to uh, negotiate on on costs. But uh, but the thing is, uh, it, I see that there's great opportunity. People need to be heard. Um, there's one uh, definition I want to uh, make: coaching is forward looking. Coaching is something that we're looking at. How can we improve in something? How can we make something more interesting? Coaching is about uh, sort of uh, becoming more self-aware. Maybe some of the things that I do influence how other people respond to me versus therapy tends to be more backward looking. Um, and, and so some of the things I talk about don't confuse them with therapy. I don't offer therapy. It's coaching and it's about in the work environment and how do we deal with that? And the, and the work environment has changed as we know, the work environment is your Zoom calls. Yes. So if, if you were saying, what would you be offering to someone or who, who might wanna take advantage of your services at a fee, whatever the, you guys work out the, the amount, what kind of uh, client might you find? So. People struggle with issues that, because our work is very isolated. So you're not seeing your coworkers, you're not seeing your boss uh, all the time. You might think that your boss thinks this or that of you, and it might be very helpful to kind of have those conversations with a coach and, and kind of, um, you know, explore different issues, explore different behaviors, that you can change by uh, checking in with your boss, et cetera. So uh, I think there's a fair amount of uncertainty because we are not surrounded by our coworkers. So we don't know how we're performing uh, in um, the work environment. And we don't have the a same degree. We don't have a water cooler to go to. We don't have the other, absolutely. We also need those social conversations. Yes, absolutely. And, and, uh, and there's so much certainty in the world because of the pandemic, because of the election that's approaching in a few weeks, because of, because of uh, the racial inequality. People have a need to talk, need to, it, it, it's, coaching is very good at helping you verbalize things with these might be kind of mumbled um, ideas in our heads. But the point is, how do we get it out? How do we make it a coherent, uh, helpful uh, story for us? Well, that's very interesting. As you say, it's not therapy, but it is coaching to help you. I'm, I'm hearing this coaching to help you get through these tough times. And while, you know, we all, it'd be wonderful if you could do everything for free, it's not necessary. To be able to help people is really what, what I think you're about. Yes. Yeah. And this is what I also feel like in my other roles in life. It's how can I facilitate uh, learning? How can I facilitate 
these different areas. Uh, so, and you know, there's research saying that uh, employees who feel that their voices are heard, they feel empowered. And when you feel empowered, you are more likely to be engaged. You're more likely to be productive employee. Right. It might be interesting. I mean, here I am. I'm. I'm. I'm going to build a, an extra career for you. Okay, the second <laughs> or third or fifteenth career, whatever. Sure. But it might be interesting to have a, a Zoom call where you're coaching a, a, a group of employees at a company about mm -hmm. how they get through this whole period in their, with their work in the company and with all the things that come up. If I were, had I been working, you know, at a normal company, whatever that is today, the company that I used to work for, and <laughs> even then I think it would have been helpful had we had Zoom calls because we could have had meetings where we could have maybe talked to someone other than the people in the office, but, you know, our friends, yes, or not, our coworkers, yes, but not, but not the bosses and say, we need to be heard. Here's what my problem is. Not to solve it, but to be heard. Yes. Yeah, it oftentimes is about uh, hearing. And the moment we talk about something, it's out of our brain and, and it kind of lifts, uh, lifts uh, our spirits a little bit. It's like, okay, maybe my boss doesn't hate me. Maybe it's because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's not the, what they call in meditation and uh, Buddhist work, the monkey mind. We don't yes. have a keeping going around and around and around. And to be heard is, is what you're talking about. And that, yes. and that really helps to be able to say it, know that someone heard it, because otherwise I'm just talking to myself. And it keeps, myself is not the best answer to some of these issues. Very true. And coach is there to kind of prompt thinking by asking, what does it mean to you? Uh, is there another way to approach it? So kind of prompt thinking and thinking about other opportunities. That, that sounds very good, very nice. And looking ahead, we, well, first of all, before I forget, we're getting towards the end of our conversation. If people who are listening want to get in touch with you and ask more questions and find out more, maybe work with you, how, what's the best way for them? What's the contact for them? Probably the best way is to reach, uh, reach me via email. Okay. And my email is, uh, yes. it's the same that uh, you and I have used. So it's S-E-P-J-O-H at gmail.com. Okay, S-E-P-J-O-H at email.com. Gmail. Gmail, I thought I said Gmail. What did I say? Uh, sorry, it's only like email, so I just oh. want to make sure that no, it's no. Gmail. S-E-P-J-O-H uh, <laughs> at gmail.com. Thank Good. you so much, Tom. People can email you now. To end our wonderful conversation, I, I could do this for hours with you, but I, we have to stop. Uh, where is, what is your hope or vision or feeling of, that has been accomplished or growth through this? What do you see the future for yourself and others on a positive side? So in organization development, which is uh, part of my expertise, uh, we believe every human being has a desire to grow and develop. However well things are now, we always have a possibility to improve. And as a coach, my goal is to help people uh, kind of find ways that work for them. And do you see anything that has happened through this pandemic, such as you know, doing more Zoom calls, 
anything of remote work. Do you feel that's going to be more in the future and can help people? Uh, absolutely. This is what many organizations are talking about. So uh, it, it, this is this is an interesting conversation overall because uh, you know organizations were very reluctant. Uh, many organizations were reluctant of uh, remote workers, and then in in a couple of days' time, everyone became remote. Right. Yes. So it was this sudden change, and and now we are seeing. In certain professions, it works very well. Of course, we have essential workers who are not able to work remotely, so not forgetting about that. But there are a huge segment of employees who can work remotely. So I'm sure that people will request uh, uh, working remotely more often than they uh, did before. And I imagine companies will be more accepting of that. And yes maybe they can reduce their overhead somewhat by <laughs> this is what they are also uh, recognizing that they can uh, they can reduce their overhead which may lead you to another job which is coaching real estate people on what to do <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right tom so it's a, it's a new world we we are in and heading towards but with you in it i feel much better about it so it's very nice to have talked with you to have you here thank you so much for being a part of the Heart of Healing, the pandemic episodes. Thank you. Tom, thank you for your time. It's lovely to be speaking with you. It's lovely to talk. And thank everybody who's listening to this episode. Have a good day.